The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone. I'm glad you could make it to tonight's membership-focused call on special interest affiliates. Tonight, we're going to talk with uh, the presidents of... AAVL, which is the Alliance of Aging and Vision Loss, and the American Association of Blind Teachers, the ACB Attorneys, ACB Diabetics in Action, and ACB Friends or Families. So, first we have <clears throat> Doug Powell. And you can please tell us all about AAVL. You can tell us a little bit about what the mission of the group is, what particular benefits you have, like email lists, website, um, discussion groups, uh, phone calls, monthly calls, etc., as well as how people can become a member of AAVL. Thanks, Artis. Good evening, everyone. Um, <clears throat> my name is Doug Powell. I'm the president, newly elected president of the Alliance on Aging and Vision Laws. And as our name suggests, uh, we focus on issues of uh, mainly seniors who have who are blind or who have low vision. And um, uh, we. Uh, we started, uh, well, we didn't start. Uh, we've, been, uh, uh, we've been a special interest affiliate of, of ACB for uh, decades. Uh, but uh, recently, for over the last three or four years, we've gone from 25 members or so to over 150. So um, we are uh, engaging our community and, and uh, uh, senior issues have come more to the front forefront of, of the national scene. So we're trying to take advantage of that and uh, grow a grassroots network uh, of uh, members who can approach all of the localities and get on uh, citizens advisory councils and that kind of thing to help influence uh, how money is spent and how services are rendered so that people who are blind and have low vision uh, obviously can, uh, can get those services and, and, and uh, take advantage of programs that should be available to them. Um, we also provide support for, for people who are losing their vision. Uh, obviously, oh, I just was on a call this afternoon. I don't know how, how many people here tonight were on the uh, AAVL uh, call this afternoon where we were talking about the uh, agencies, um, sorry, area agencies on aging. And um, Neva Fairchild uh, was talking about some of the statistics. Um, there are probably 12 million people in the country who have, um, who are losing their vision and have significant uh, sight loss. And they may not consider themselves blind but they are uh, having trouble reading newspapers and, and uh, uh, driving and, and, and th that kind of thing. So um, we, we are hoping to capture people like that and tell them that life is not over and uh, help giving, start giving them some of the tools they need in order to keep independent and not have to be institutionalized. Um, we reach out to people. Uh, we do have a... Um, a uh, newsletter that goes out a couple times a year. Um, we're, we're taking a look and to see if there's enough content to do it more frequently, but uh, certainly we, we do it twice a year. Um, we also have a couple of email lists, the AAVL-L list uh, that's run by ACB lists. So, um, Mainly, one of the things that you can do, we have a very dynamic website. Um, it is up to date. It is curated well and often. And um, so a, a lot of these things that I'm talking about, plus more, um, 
are available on uh, AA, uh, sorry, www.aavl-blind-seniors.org. So let me give that to you again, just because there's a lot to it. aavl-blind-seniors.org. And uh, you can get a lot of the information that, that I'm going to go over now. Um, so that's one of the ways that you can get to us. And, and signing up on the uh, mailing list, as I said, is another way. Uh, we um, Sandy Troiano uh, has been hosting for a, uh, quite a while now a phone, well, a Zoom call every uh, every Tuesday at 2 p.m where uh, she uh, gathers people who are losing their sight and uh, it's, it's kind of a support group for people who are losing their sight and need information and support on, uh, you know, on, on how to deal with what's happening to them. Um, it's a great call. I've been on it several times. And um, if, you, if you know anybody who's losing their sight and needs that information, please steer them toward this call. It's, it's really effective. Um, also recently we have instituted a monthly uh, community event on the fourth Monday of the month at uh, 2 PM Eastern time. And we just had one this afternoon where we were, as I said, talking about our uh, AAA project, the area agencies on aging and how we are, uh, what we had our members uh, approach uh, area agencies and fill out a question and to find out how they are supporting uh, blind and, and low vision seniors and found that uh, there isn't much going on in that arena. So we are, we have evidence to, uh, to bring to other, <clears throat> other air agencies that uh, they need our help and that we, you know, we would love to have you or your other members um, join a citizens uh, advisory council to make them aware of the issues for blind and low vision people and, you know, and, and help them do outreach to more of us so that we can get the services that we are uh, eligible for. Um, so, and, and next month, I think we're doing something on uh, hearing impaired. Um, one one of the uh, monthly calls we did w was on uh, identity theft and how to avoid it, and you know what to do when, if you've been uh, if you've been spammed. So, and that was very well attended. Um, there's uh, recently they passed a law that said that you could uh, purchase um, hearing aids over the counter without a prescription. So. Uh, uh, in the first of the year, I think uh, we are going to do a monthly uh, event on that, um, talking about what the pros and cons of that are. So those are the kinds of issues that we're doing, we're dealing with with our monthly calls. Um, we are also doing a couple of fundraising events. Uh, we have a cookbook that's available for twenty bucks, and um, we also uh, have a an account with Terry Lynn, which sells nuts and candy. Um, so if you want to get some nuts and candy or some recipes, um, you certainly can uh, help us out by, by uh, purchasing those, those items. Uh, all this information is uh, on the website. Um, so, yeah, so we need your help. Oh, oh that's another thing. We are uh, putting on a fairly, uh, fairly um, intensive drive this year not only to, uh, you know, a membership has opened in October and uh, for next year, love to have people sign up as members. And we have a, a $100 gift card drawing um, that you would be eligible for when you, uh, when you purchase your membership, when you pay your dues. Um, a $100 gift card for new members and $100 gift card for renewing members. So, um, uh, but we are also doing a drive uh, to uh, see if we can get state affiliates, uh, state chapters of AAVL. So we already have chapters in California and Oregon, 
And I think Nevada is thinking about it. Um, uh, Texas is thinking about it. So we're working on trying to get um, state chapters of AAVL, mostly because a lot of the activity that, that you know, a lot of the uh, advocacy activity, a lot of the programs are delivered statewide or in localities. So we need your help in getting to, uh, you know, getting to those entities and um, we will support any advocacy efforts that you're trying to make. And, and you know, we'll do check-ins and, uh, you know, maybe learning labs about how to advocate effectively. So those are the kinds of things that we're working on. And um, we'd love to have you uh, join us. Um, if you have any questions, my uh, email address, my, my, my um, officer's email address, so it's not my personal one, so I think it's okay to uh, put it out on the uh, on the call here. Um, is president at aavl blind seniors.org. So, other than any questions, I, I think that's what I'd like to cover for tonight. I have a couple. Um, do you have um, a, a link on your website where a person could join? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and we have PayPal hooked up to it, so you can you know you can pay for it right then. Um, great, great. Uh, yeah, and uh, Kathy um, Kathy Gerhardt in Ohio is our treasurer. So um, if you if you don't want to do that over, you know, you can download and and print out a hard copy and send the um, you know send the application and your check in to Kathy in Ohio. Her her address is on the website also. Great. Also, is your email list, um, AAVL-L, is it available to non-members or members it only? Is. No, no, no. That, yeah, no, it's members and friends. <clears throat> great, great. So then do you have a separate members only list then? We do that, yes. Uh, we keep email addresses. It's, it's not a list served at, at the moment. So, oh, you know, okay. We just okay. keep the, 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 the members' emails in a file and, and, you know, for things that need to go out only to the members. Right. Great. Super, super. Well, is there anybody on the line who has a question for Doug? Artis, I'm only seeing one raised hand, and uh, we can check and see. I think this, this may be Tabitha, but I don't know. I'll, I'll unmute, let her unmute and... Three three four ending in six two three. Could you please unmute? Hi, this is Tabitha. Okay, Tabitha. Hi. Did you have a question, or do you want to just? Uh, no. Okay. I'm I'm here representing the teachers, so that's very, why I had my hand raised. So you all very good. Figure out that I was here. Okay, good. That's what we were checking. Thank you. Okay, and we okay, did have. Thanks. <clears throat> Thanks, Tabitha. Now I know you're here. <laughs> Is there any other hands? Uh, yes, yes, we have a couple so far. Artists, uh, Roberta, you can you can unmute. Um, hi, I would like to know uh, from Doug um, the precise address for. Um, subscribing to the AAVL list. I believe it is AAVL-L at acblists.org. Okay, so voiceover was talking. Would you Actually, mind it has to have that? a plus in there. It has to have a plus in there. So, yeah, I... I what I'd really like you to do, if you will, is is go to the website and, and because okay. I didn't I didn't have that right at my fingertips. So uh, if you could go to the website, I, I you know that certainly has the correct information uh, better than me doing it off the top of my head. And the website aavl www.aavl dash blind dash seniors.org. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Okay. And next up we have Phil Jones with his hand raised. Phil, you may unmute. Thank you so much. And uh, 
Doc, that was a, a good presentation. As you remember uh, from last night, uh, I am from Georgia, and we have just started our uh, AEVL affiliate here. Uh, what is the age uh, and starting point? Is it like 55 and older? People, members who are 55 and older. We, we accept people at any age. I, I kind of <laughs> laugh and I say, you know, we've got the... Uh, We've got the students, uh, you know, a ACB students, and then we've got the ACB uh, next generation. And once you graduate from the next generation, then you're into the uh, Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. So anybody, I think that I think that um, next generation is is sort of flexible with their uh, age um, also, but. I think they, they say that their officers and, and uh, you know, their, their main people, leaders, uh, can't be over 40. So I would guess that the answer to your question, if you really want, we'll take anybody over 40. How's that? I'm way past that age. So, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Do we have anybody else? Um not in Zoom. I don't know about okay. clubs. Okay. Great. Well, we'll move on to our next speaker. Thanks. Uh, yeah, we don't have anybody in Clubhouse at this point either. So. Okay, thanks. Just let us know. Okay. Okay. Tabitha Brinke, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, is the president of the American Association of Blind Teachers. And hopefully you heard what I was requesting of Doug when he was speaking. So um, if you forget something, I can always ask you. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm glad to be here this evening. And it is Brecky, um, my last name. So the American Association of Blind Teachers, or AABT, is comprised of people who are either professionals in education or retired students um, our, you know, we also have student members. So our membership is involved in really all aspects of education, everything from teachers of the visually impaired to college professors and, you know, history, um, <coughs> English. We've had elementary school teachers, pre-K. Um, I'm currently working as a vision rehabilitation therapist or what people think of as rehabilitation teachers. So it's really a huge variety of types of teachers. Um, we're known, I guess, every year at the convention, we have our AABT breakfast where we try to have, uh, we kick off our convention with, you know, something that we feel like would be educational and of interest to um, other people than, you know, strictly teachers. And then at our convention, we have sessions that might be of interest to teachers or um, to teachers, you know, to students and parents also, um, things that might involve employment or recently we've had some focus on online learning and transition. Um, so that's our convention program. And then we usually, and this year we've been a little bit less active in community calls, but we, we are planning to have some coming up where People could join what we've sometimes called the teacher's lounge, where you can come in and talk about whatever issues you have, or sometimes we'll have a thematic presentation. Like one time we had um, Carla did one on classroom management um, for us. And so, you know, anyone can join those because they're advertised through the ACB uh, community calls. And then we also offer our members what we call workshops. And those are, are more specifically geared um, toward issues that teachers might be having. We've had some on employment. We had um, note takers, you know, like how an educator might analyze what note taker might be best for you know, him or her. Mm. Um, we've had one, you know, teaching as a college professor with a visual impairment, you know, kind of that whole process of, of, becoming faculty and, and gaining tenure. So those are a few of the workshops that are more specific that we've had. Um, each month we have a, a newsletter called the AABT Briefs and members can contribute articles to that about, you know, things of interest to educators. We usually have 
columns with um, either products or um, techniques, things like that, that might be of interest. And so that comes out every month. And that's one of the uh, benefits of, of membership as well. Um, you can find issues of our former, the newsletter that used to come out quarterly pretty much. Um, and that is now changed to the briefs you can find on our website. And our website is www.blindteachers.net. And so if you go to blindteachers.net, you will find articles, um, resources for teachers, um, information on membership. So you can, you know, get our membership form and pay um, on uh, Square. I think we're connected with Square. And then the contact information for our officers is up there. So if you have, for example, a question about dues or the membership form, you know, our, our treasurer is Donna Brown and I know her contact information's up there. I, I think all of us, all of the board, we always have it in our, our newsletter. So you can, you know, find the board members uh, there. And then um, we do have for our members, we have an announce list where, you know, we, we can post announcements. There's also a chat list for members that people can be on. And, um, you know, if you have a question, you can kind of get that, you might, you know, get some feedback from other teachers. So we try to offer some things like that uh, to, to teachers, people who are interested in the field. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I don't have nearly as much to, to share as as Doug did, artists, do I did I cover mostly what you would like covered, or can I answer any other? Um, <clears throat> uh, how about an email list? Do you have a members email list, or or a, for anyone interested list? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so so the, our lists are for members, um, and so if you're a member, there is a an announce list, and then we also have a chat list um, that you know members can. Um, you know, ask questions and, and things like that. But those are those are um, lists that members can and uh, you know subscribe to if they want to. Um, and when you have community calls, uh, when are they usually? Well, it, we're we're trying to vary that. Um, they have traditionally been on Wednesday evenings, but that doesn't always work for everyone. And we're we're looking at different people hosting them and so that just uh i would say stay tuned um to the community announce announcements that um that cindy and her team put out um because it'll definitely be posted there and then of course we'll send it out to our members on our announce list when we're having our next event we're trying to get some things scheduled um and so we also always really welcome input from our members if there are topics that people want to see us cover or questions, we, we try to deal with those. Um, and, and if somebody has something want to present for us, that's also, we're open to that when, when our members, you know, have some expertise that um, we can all learn from. So uh, it's a fun affiliate. We, we have a good, we, we have a good time when we have our community meetings and, and such. So. What are the membership dues? Um, you know what? I, I am sitting here trying to remember if it's 25, if you're an active teacher, 20 for associates. So associates are people who are like retired um, and then 10 for students. Um, if I've misspoken, you'll find that I, you'll find on the website <laughs> if I have, but I, I think that's accurate. I did not go up there and look that up. <clears throat> I, I need to pay. I will, uh, you know, as, as always, we all, you know, pay our dues and, you know, for the next year. So, but I believe 25 and then 20 if you're retired and then um, 10 for students. Huh. So. Okay. Uh, do we have any questions for Tabitha? We do have Tabitha. a raise. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We have a raised hand. Melissa, you can un hang on. Okay, now you can unmute. Uh, there we go. I believe. Can you hear me? Yes. 
Thank you. Thank you, Allison. Um, this, is, this is Melissa Hudson in Berrien, Washington. And is your name Tab Tabitha or Tabitha? Tabitha. Sorry. Tabitha. Tabitha. Okay. I love that name. Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is wonderful. Um, so my question, this is the first time that I've heard about this affiliate in terms of, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard the name, but this is the first time I've ever known about it. And I've been a member of ACV for a long time. But my one question is, you know, a lot of us as blind people, we grew up where the teachers in the public schools did not know Braille. They didn't know how to teach us. They didn't know how to work with us. So I'm wondering if your affiliate does any kind of trainings to the public school systems about how to work with someone that's totally blind or that's visually impaired. Thank you. We haven't. Oh, you're, no, then thanks for that question. And it's, it's a neat idea. Um, we have resources on our website that teachers could find if, um, that might be real helpful. We have not done trainings to individual, you know, school systems as such. If somebody asked mm -hmm. for someone to present, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that we would find a teacher or a couple teachers who would be willing to, to do that, but we haven't, um, done that but that's a that's a neat idea to think of a way to try to get more of a um, a message out there that may, maybe there's a way to do that so that that that's kind of getting right. me thinking so thanks for that question there, Melissa. There's, oh absolutely because there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> teachers that are afraid to work with with blind people because they're mm -hmm. like well you know i i don't know how to i don't know how to do it when they don't have vision you know what do i do <laughs> so thank you and god yeah. bless thanks Anyone else, Allison? No, that's all the raised hands, artists. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we'll move on to our next one. Is uh, Chris Prentice on the line? Okay, let me see if he's on the audience side. I don't see him. Okay. Well, we will move to the next one, um, which is ACB Diabetics in Action, and Tom <laughs> Tobin is here. Thank you, artists. Can you all hear me? Yes. yes. I've got some funky stuff going on with my computer, so I apologize. I couldn't get the Zoom window to come back up. I'm like, oh, my God, can they hear me? So anyway, um, <clears throat> Uh, thanks, Aris, for having us tonight. We really appreciate that. Um, I invited my treasurer, Becky Dunkerson, who I think is on the participant side tonight, but uh, she was here uh, to serve as my wingman, a wingwoman, whatever. Um, so, Becky, thank you for being here. I'd like to start by introducing my board. Um, these are the people that make ACB Diabetics in Action go. Um, as Artis said, I'm the president of ACB Diabetics in Action. Charles Naparete uh, is our first vice president. He was elected this past summer. Jeff Bishop uh, is an integral part of our team. Larry Gassman, you all know, he does everything. Becky is our treasurer, as I said earlier. And, um, our, and Chris Gray is our immediate past president. Uh, done some great things in the past with this affiliate. So um, my thanks to Chris for keeping this affiliate going for so many years. Um, Tom? Yeah. Uh, Becky is in the audience. Do, do you want me to unmute her at some point? And sure, you just, she just wants okay. to chime in. That's fine. Thanks, Allison. Sure. I okay, you're welcome. Made it over to the the the, the other side, as they say. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's here. Thank you. Thank you. You're um, yeah. So our board members include Linda Oliva McKinley, who I'm sure many of you know. She has her fingers in so many pies, um, but she's a great. She's co-chair of our membership committee, doing a great job. Um, Randy Knapp is uh, good friends with Jeff and another adaptive technology guru. He's retired, but uh, uh, he's part of the board. Uh, Liz Alexa, um, you'll hear more about her in a second, but she's a new board member as of this past summer. And Terry Suarez, as I'm sure many of you have seen her out and about um, and a lot of different things. That she's, she's like uh, Linda has her finger in a lot of different pies. So, um, Allison, if I could just do a real quick, quick uh, survey of the audience. I'm just curious, raising of hands, folks, how many people in the audience are diabetic? Just curious. Raise your hand so Allison can count them. <clears throat> this always fascinates me, uh, artists, in asking this question, because you would think there are a lot more people than actually raise their hands. Um, 
Well, so far, I'm only seeing one hand. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and I rest my case. So anyway, but thank you for whoever raised their hand. But um, I'm surprised at that because uh, diabetes in this country is at epidemic levels and um, vision impairment and diabetes often go hand in hand. In fact, um, among working age people, vision loss in working age people that are diabetic is the number one cause of vision loss, ladies and gentlemen. So it is a big deal. And uh, the fact that diabetes is at such epidemic levels in this country and frankly around the world, um, I'm surprised that uh, we don't have a lot more people in the audience that could raise their hand. But anyway, let me share a little bit about um, our affiliate. Artists asked me to talk about the, some of the things that we offer and what we do. Um, so let me touch on some of those just, and I'm happy to take questions, artists, if you want to do that uh, in a few minutes here. Um, so we were, we were chartered in 2005, hard to believe it. Uh, we've been around for 17 years, um, which is, I think, I don't know what the statistics are about special interest affiliates, but I think we've been around for a long time. Um, our mission is pretty simple. That is to support and serve the needs of diabetics living with vision impairment. Pretty simple. Um, but that is our, our laser focus uh, for what we do. Um, so I was elected uh, a year and a half ago, July of 2021. So we're just kind of getting things started here. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about our, some of the, what I call perks of becoming a member. Um, we have three community calls per month. Um, and unlike some other organizations, affiliates, th these are open to anybody that wants to come, not just to members. And that is a really important concept for me because you know, people need to be able to come and participate and listen to some of these presentations to learn about what's going on in the uh, vision loss and diabetes space and how they might want to engage. So every second Wednesday of the month, we have typically a community call with a speaker. Uh, coming up on November 9th, we're going to have a gentleman that's from an uh, uh, organization called Insulin Pumpers. I've never met him, but some of my friends know who he is. And he's going to talk about their mission and what they do. Um, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I don't know him because, um, as I think a lot of you know, we're working very hard. Uh, we've created an accessible insulin pump task force, which is made up of people from ACB, NFB, and CNIB, actually. And we're actually getting some, getting some traction with a lot of the major uh, manufacturers of insulin pumps uh, to make them fully accessible. So can't say much more than that because we're all under non-disclosure agreements, but uh, that is going on. So I look forward to meeting this gentleman on the 9th. Um, we also have two casual chats, and Allison has kind of been our go-to host for many of these uh, tonight aside because she had to do this tonight. But um, the third Saturday, we have a casual chat from 5 to 6 Eastern, and that's open to anybody that wants to come and learn about what HCB Diabetics is about, Diabetes and Diabetics in Action is about, and also to talk about things, whether they're a caregiver for someone with diabetes and vision loss, or they're actually a type a type 1 or type 2 diabetic living with a disease with vision loss. Um, so those are open to anybody. And again, I, I just want to emphasize that's really important to me because I want to make sure people have a chance to participate. And then we actually did a survey last year, um, and people we're so hungry to have a second casual chat that we started one up uh, in 2022 and um, we've had very good success. Uh, it's on the fourth Monday of the month. Um, and uh, so uh, we just uh, came off of that chat right before this call artist. So that's pretty popular. We had about 24 people, which was great. Um, and then let's see. Let's see. Just for people's information, if you want to get a taste for what we're about, this Thursday, the 27th, we have our board meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we'd love to have you come and get a taste for what ACB Diabetics in Action is all about. Um, we'll have a full agenda and, and lots of good stuff to talk about. Um, I think all of the presenters so far have talked about their new and improved websites. Ours is no different. Uh, thanks primarily to Jeff Bishop and Randy Knapp. Uh, it is a great resource of information and becoming even greater resource by the day. Um, so it's a really great resource to check us out, check out what's happening in the adaptive diabetes management space. Um, so give us a look. It's at www.acb.com 
da.org. So it's our initials, ACB Diabetics in Action, acbda.org. Um, we also have a listserv. Um, that is also open to anybody that wants to join and pipe and, and uh, su submit uh, ideas or thoughts or whatever things, articles they find in magazines. Um, and again, that's another opportunity from my perspective to engage people and to get them involved in what we're doing in ACBDA um, with the hopes of possibly getting them to join. Um, we do have a quarterly newsletter uh, that has uh, very much improved over the past year and a half. There's a lot of great information in it. That is a membership only perk. So you have to be a member to get that newsletter. Um, our convention programming has really gotten uh, much, much stronger over the past year and a half. We had a really compelling uh, panel and program this past summer with people from the Cleveland Clinic Endocrinology Department talking about what's the latest and greatest in managing type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Uh, we had a, our dear friend uh, Andy Burstein from Accessible Pharmacy talked and then um, Liz Electa talked about our relatively newly launched peer mentor relations program, which I'll talk more about in a sec. Um, <clears throat> We, as I mentioned, Linda Oliva is part of our membership awareness uh, committee uh, and co-chairs the committee with Tom Jones, uh, who's a past board member. Um, and we had such great success from 21 to 22 that we were able to grow our affiliate by or grow our affiliate vote by one vote. So as all, all you know how to do the math, that's at least 25 new members. So pretty good showing from 21 to 22. Um, so we're definitely on the, uh, you know, on the move growing, which is great. Um, I'm sure you all have seen the <laughs> unbelievable amount of legislative issues that are going on around the diabetes space, uh, H.R. 4853 in particular, which is uh, the accessible uh, equipment um, legislation to get durable medical equipment made fully accessible. So we all can use insulin pumps, glucose meters, continuous glucose monitors, uh, and other non-diabetes-related devices like um, blood pressure monitors, uh, oximeter, oximeters uh, to check the oxygen your thing. So that that's still hanging out out there. And Charles uh, Navarrete and Chris Gray co-chair that committee. Um, I would have to say over the past year and a half, I'm really proud that we um, we came up with an idea to create a peer mentor relations committee. Um, I'm a big fan of the peer-to-peer -peer support model, uh, which, you know, those of us living with diabetes and vision loss talking to people who are newly learning how to live with diabetes and vision loss. So it's one of our newest programs that actually launched this past September, but it's been in the works since October of 2021. So uh, Liz Alexa chairs that committee. Uh, she has a counseling background, a uh, very sharp young lady, and, um, you know, has done it, has really done a great job. And, um, and really, it's one of our crown jewels. Um, but it, that also is a membership-only sort of uh, program. You have to be a member to participate in that. So anyway, artists, that's kind of a quick overview of what ACB Diabetics in Action is, what we do, how we can help and serve people. We've got a lot of different programming out there. So um, if we have time, I'd love to take a couple questions, if it's okay with you. And what is the cost of membership? Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a, an easy $10, and you can actually go onto our website, again, www.acbda.org, and the membership form is right there. It's very accessible, and it's totally seamless. You can use your credit card to pay with PayPal, so it's no must, no fuss. Jeff Bishop did a great job in getting that to work seamlessly, so we're very proud of that. Great, and I've, I've noticed a lot of your programming that's on the community list, and I think it would be very helpful anyone with that's diabetic okay Allison do we have anybody with a raised hand <clears throat> well I'm not <clears throat> seeing any raised hands yet artists so I would just ask real quick artists okay Becky do you have anything to add to my comments I went through that stuff pretty quickly but I wanted to get through it in the time allotted anything <laughs> to add Becky I know Becky's suffering with a bad cold so her voice is kind of shot like yours artist but anyway <laughs> she, she's here <laughs> <clears throat> The only thing that I would like to add is that um, for those people that want to join our listserv, we do have a listserv, and that is acb-diabetics plus subscribe at acblist with an s dot org. Um, 
And thank then, you. And thank God for you, Becky, because I couldn't come up with that on, during my presentation. So <laughs> <laughs> I always screw that one up, artists. But anyway, that's yeah. So if you want to get involved with our list, you don't have to be a member. You're welcome to do so. And do you, do you wish to? Uh, is there an email that you can share for people with questions? Do you do you have an email list? Sure. Let I mean, me give that. List? Yeah. Let me give that to you guys again. It was. Um, <clears throat> Very simple. It's um, ACBDAORG. So our initials, ACB Diabetics in Action, ACBDAORG at gmail.com. If I forgot to mention that, my apologies. But um, well, you may have. Uh, that's okay. Have. That's, so <clears throat> if you send us an email for that, it'll go to Becky, and Becky can get it to the right person. Um, so if you have questions about membership um, or have questions about more questions about what we do in ACB Diabetics in Action, we'd love to hear from you. And do you have any uh, state um, uh, diabetics in action groups? Affiliates? Yeah, no, good question, Artis. And we, we don't have any formal relationships, but there is a diabetes in action of California group. There's no affiliation with our uh, national affiliate. And then there's also a chapter in uh, Washington State, right? Becky with Danette Dixon. She has, a, she has another one in, in Washington um, that she that she hosts but the, there's really right now there's no affiliation with acb diabetics and action we hope to do that someday but um <clears throat> if a state is interested in doing that how would they go about that i uh, just sent an email to that email address again acbdaorg at gmail.com and that'll come to becky and then we can get it on our agenda to talk about it um but yeah we would encourage that um and uh yeah, I'm, 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 I have to believe that there's more than one person in the audience that has diabetes, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. I'll, I'll take their word for it. There's only one. but. Um, well, I know we all know people who have diabetes. I mean, I have lots of friends that have diabetes. Fortunately, I've not had it myself. So. Good. Well, let's keep it that way, my dear, because you don't want it. Huh? You don't want it. So, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem out there, and it's growing and getting worse. So, but, you know, obviously with uncontrolled diabetes comes the complications of all the different things, including vision loss, you know, kidney failure, uh, peripheral neuropathy, which is lack of sensitivity in your extremities. And of course, heart disease, which is the number one killer. So. <laughs> and, and the group is not just for people with diabetes. It's for, you know, families and friends of people with diabetes. So, um, you know, it is open to pretty much anyone. Yeah, now we Great. we have a good cross section of folks from all different walks of life that are touched, as you pointed out, artists by by diabetes in some way or another in their life. So definitely, yep. Well, thank you. I appreciate sharing. Do we have any other questions, Allison? Not at this time. Lars, I would just say on behalf of ACB Diabetes in Action, thank you so much for what you're doing for all of our special interest affiliates and a special thanks from me. You and I have known each other for a long, long time, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your, your call tonight and talk a little bit about what we're doing on ACB Diabetes in Action. So thanks for having us. No problem. Um, we next have ACB Families. Um, is Carla here now? I believe she is. She is. I saw her. <coughs> yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Good. All right. Well, thank you, artists, for giving us this opportunity to come and talk about our special interest affiliates. Many of us are in several, and um, this has certainly been very educational. Um, sometimes you think you're around ACB for a long time and you think you know everything and then you come to a call like this and you find out that there's a lot um, that each group is doing that maybe you don't know as much about it as you thought you did. So it's been really good. Um, I want to talk a little bit about families. I've been asked to kind of outline what we're doing and um, we are an affiliate that began years ago at the, with the name of ACB Parents. And that was back in 1979, I think. And then after several years, it became Council of Families with Visual Impairment. And that was kind of a long name that wasn't really easy to remember. So in... Uh, around, I think it was 2000, 
2013, we started talking about changing the name, but actually officially it changed in 2016. And so it's ACB Families, which is much broader than just ACB parents. Um, the, the initial idea of the organization was that <clears throat> it would be for um, parents of blind children or blind parents of sighted children. And it was the, the concept was that um, the family would have children in, as, as part of it. Today, that isn't especially the case. A family, as, as Ron Brooks has often said, if a family is, uh, it can be many different things. Today, a family is very different than families were many years ago. Uh, a family can be one person. A family can be 20 people. Um, we have one member that grew up in a family of 17 brothers and sisters. That would be a crowded house, I'll tell you. But, um, you know, a family can be, uh, they may have children um, under 18. They may not. A family today oftentimes is uh, a, a person who is helping to um, care for maybe parents that are losing their vision. Um, they can be a, a family with, uh, with college students, kids that have moved out and then moved back in. You know, that happens a lot today. So my point is, is that they're really <clears throat> just about everybody um, is would be eligible to be part of ACV families. And we welcome anybody who want to participate with us. So what does family do, families do? What makes us different? Well, <clears throat> families has a couple of calls each month. We have a business call the first Sunday of the month at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We have on the third Sunday of the month, a program call where we may have a speaker or we may have a topic and people can come, anyone can come and um, we share ideas, thoughts, um, tips, tricks, resources. Um, it's quite broad. We had a great call a couple of months ago on where do you like to obtain your, your reading material, your books, your magazines? And you think, oh, that's a simple answer. Um, I get my books from Bard or I get my books from Bookshare. But when we got on that call, there were all kinds of resources that people talked about and tips that we shared about resources for reading accessible materials. Um, at the convention, families, the last three years now, has, has um, provided five different activities as part of the national convention. This year was a little different because, of course, we were back in person. And so um, prior to COVID at the convention, families had a... a, a a bingo each year and that was kind of a fundraiser for us it was a membership strategy um but when COVID came along we said oh we can't do the bingo so we did something else and then this year we were back to doing the bingo in person again but we have some other things too one of the newest things that we do at the convention is our virtual campfire initially in 2020 we had planned to try to have um, not a, a, a real campfire, but at least be able to get together. And we were going to ask people, said, oh, bring, you know, bring your guitars or bring your, um, you know, your ukuleles or bring whatever musical instrument you want to bring. And we'll all get together and we'll sing camp songs. And maybe we were even working on being able to go and um have hot dogs and s'mores and things. It would have been great. But of course, for a variety of reasons, 
not the least of which was COVID, we could not do that. So instead, we started our virtual campfire. And that first year, we had Jack Fox come, and he read some camp stories, and that turned into a um, to the participants talking to Jack about his his reading for the for t- the talking book program. The next year, Jack and his daughter Jill did the reading, and that was fun too. It was different from the first year. This year it was really different, and um, Jack was on vacation, and so. Paul Edwards wound up doing our uh, campfire stories. And I want to tell you, he was tremendous. We had we had the stories, we had a skit, we had songs, and um, it was it was a virtual event. It was that first weekend before the convention. Also at the convention, we um, the last couple of years had a tour. Um, the first year it was the um, uh, the uh, official Hawaiian Museum, and the second year it was Mammoth Cave here in Kentucky. Um, <clears throat> but this year, we talked about at our at our breakfast. Mike Hudson from the Printing House talked about um, how you preserve your memories, how important it is to preserve those memories, especially the audio memories. Um, then we had a great session that was. Um, that Patty Slobby, who's a retired teacher of the visually impaired, did on accessible toys and games. It was called Everyone Can Play. And um, for people who were there in person, it was really great because she brought all kinds of things that we could look at. Um, And there were a lot of people on Zoom for that session as well. Um, Then we had a professional genealogist who did a session called Making Sense of the Census. Well, this year is when the 1950 census first came came out, was first available. And he talked about not just that census, but, but how a census gives you a look at your family every 10 years. And you can learn so much from it other than just the you know, just a few um, facts, you know, the mother and the father and the names of whoever's living in the house. And each 10-year census is different. And he explained a lot of that. It was really good. And then, as I said, we had our our bingo. And um, we didn't have as many people uh, there as we uh, as we have in past bingos. But it was still a good crowd. And everybody had a lot of fun. And we had a lot of winners. Families also does at the convention, um, we do, a uh, when people register, we draw for a lot of door prizes, and we did that again this year. So what else do we do? Well, I've talked about the, um, I've talked about the calls, and we average 25 to 30 people on our calls each um, third Sunday. Uh, the first Sunday for our business meetings, we usually have about 18 to 20 people on there. And those are not restricted just to members. Anyone can participate. In the fall, for the last several years, seven or eight years, we've had a membership drive. And we're in the middle of our membership drive right now. Dues in ACB families are $8 a year. And if you join by the end of November, then in December, you are eligible for a drawing for gift cards. This year, the prizes are a $25 Visa card, two $50 Visa cards, and a $75 Visa card. So there will be four winners drawn from those people who pay their dues for 2023 by November 30. And um, it makes for some happy holiday uh, cash for four lucky people. The um, the organization has an email list, and it's very simple. It's just families at acblist.org. To subscribe to the list, and anyone can subscribe, you send a blank email to families plus subscribe at acblists.org. Families plus subscribe at acblist.org. 
And uh, we do not have a website. Uh, at this point, we are talking about creating one. Uh, but then we've been talking about it for some time. So I'm hopeful that that will come to fruition here pretty soon. Um, and in order to pay dues, because we don't have a website, you can do it in one of two ways. You can either um, send, we still have a lot of people who send their dues in by check. Um, that, of course, is diminishing each year. But in families, it's still pretty popular. And we have a, a um, membership letter going out this week where um, it, we'll mail it to everyone on our list who uh, has either been a member in the past or who has registered for families at the convention in the last few years. And it will include a self-addressed envelope and um, the person can either can create well can complete the form the membership form that will be in with the letter um, and mail it back in the self-addressed envelope except be sure to add a stamp um, or you can call the phone number is 502-897-1472 and we'll be happy to accept any major credit card to um, for 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 you to pay dues again. That's five zero two eight nine seven one four seven two. If you want to send uh, a question or related to our related to families or what we do, you can email us at all ACB families uh, all ACB families at gmail .com. Sorry about that all acb families at gmail.com and with that i'll ask if there are any questions great job carla <clears throat> i don't think you missed anything <laughs> allison <laughs> do we have any questions we have one raised hand artist and we're at three minutes until the top of the hour so okay uh, thank you mm, you're welcome okay melissa you may unmute okay uh, can you hear me again? Yes. Yeah. Great. Hi, Carla. Um, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. I've heard your voice so many times, but it's wonderful to finally meet you. Um, and God bless you guys for what you do. That's amazing. But how did you personally get involved with ACB Families? And thank you very much. Well, you know, I've been around ACB for years and years and years, and I know we're short on time, so I can't really tell you all about that. Right. But <laughs> um, I, this is really going to sound weird, but I was involved when families organized originally. And somebody said, were you involved with them? And I said, no, but then I signed one of the original documents. So I guess I was. <laughs> and, uh, um, but that's been, you know, like I say, many, many years ago. And there was so much, we were so busy with so many things back then that um, some of the you know, some of the things you would, you'd run in and you'd do something with one group and then you'd race down the hall to do something else with another group. But um, that I, I was involved in and then I was not involved for a long time and then uh, became involved again with families in the early 2000s. And my husband, Adam, and I have been really involved with it ever since. Great. Well, thank you, Carla. <clears throat> I want to thank all of our presenters tonight. You all did a wonderful job. And I want to welcome everyone to attend tomorrow night's call. Tomorrow night, we're going to have the um, ACB radio amateurs. We're going to have the ACB government employees. Uh, we're going to have ACB Next Generation. And we'll have... Um, BITS, which is um, Blind Information Technology Specialists, and we'll have Blind Pride International. So another good group tomorrow night. So, Artists, um, really, yes. sorry to interrupt, but I see that Chris Prentice is here and he has his hand raised. Do you want to? Oh, okay. Um, okay, go ahead, uh, Chris. You maybe have a, <laughs> a, a minute to quick share. Sorry, we missed you earlier. Yeah, somebody somebody might have forgotten to join in earlier, and I wanted to apologize. So if we can reschedule 
that presentation for later. That would be great. If not, I understand. Okay, no problem. I'll try to I'll try to fit you in um, uh, one of the other nights. Maybe you and uh, you can I uh, you can send me an email. Tell me uh, whether a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday would work better for you, and then we'll see if we can fit you in one of those nights. Okay. Uh, any of those Any of those sound fine uh, this week? Next week, uh, Wednesday wouldn't work, but the others would be fine. Yeah. No. This it's they're all this week. Okay. Okay, so thank any, you. Any of those is fine. Just fit me in. Okay, thank you so much, Chris. You bet. Thank you all for joining us and have a nice evening and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs>